Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is your alternative talk station, KKNW Seattle. Well, okay, this is really crust-busting your way to an awesome life with me, Dr. Papasilli, and producer... Benny Mathers. Oh, there we go. And we we have on the line... Not on on the the line. line. We have on the (laughs) other seat over here. We have on the seat here, the amazing Linda. She's very shy. She is very shy, but not really. It's funny to stuff a microphone in her face like this. Yeah. You know, put the microphone there because we have some questions for Linda today on a topic that was very, very uh, near and dear to us. Um, But first, let's do this. Today is Tuesday. Terrific Tuesday. Yesterday was Monday. Monday. And and each day here on... Well, wait a minute. Let's talk about crust for a minute because this is an interesting question. I was asked about crust busting today. Okay. Um, what exactly is this crust busting thing? Well, you've got to start the conversation around the the question, what is crust? And for those of you that have heard this, crust is anything you think, feel, or believe that is getting in the way of you having absolutely everything that you want in this life. All of the good you can even imagine. And then when you can't imagine the abundance of the universe, we just get rid of the crust so that you can. And so that's what we do on this show. Uh, me, my guests, and our amazing listener group out there. We have the best listeners anywhere. And our guests say that, and I say that, and I have to just say again, you are absolutely phenomenal and courageous. Mm-hmm. So each day here in the first segment, we pick an angel card. And at the end of the week, on a Friday, what happens with that is we come up with a question and... Uh, uh, ask our listeners to call in with the answer to that question or a statement, and uh, we send you a uh, we send a deck of angel cards to the first caller that calls in on uh-huh. Friday. That's right. Yep. Uh huh. And right. we gave the first week to Mildred. Right, and then we had a very uh, wow. That was an amazing thing that happened last week. Yeah, but it, it, I mean, it's all good. It's all good. It's we, all good. We had um, both, uh, and I should say this because we take calls on this show, and if you have a pencil and paper, here it is. If you're in the Seattle area at 425-373-5527, 1-888-298-5569, and we're going to, we're going to take calls today because we're going to be talking about something that, you know, uh, I've gotten a lot of emails on the past week, and that has to do with careers and job stuff. Always a big thing, especially with the economy and the situation it is. You know, I don't know that situation. No, you don't. I, we don't I, have to. Oh, good. Okay. Um, we don't, do we? Some people do, some people don't. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, we, and, I, and and we're going to talk about that. Sure. Uh, and so what happens on Friday is we come up with this amazing, uh, you, you know, way to gift people. Last Friday we had both uh, a caller and an email call that came in at exactly the same time. And so both uh, individuals uh, will be receiving mm-hmm. a deck of angel cards. That's right. And they're great. Now, Benny, have we pulled the card today? We have pulled the card, and we want to remind everybody from yesterday, it was simplicity. Very good. All right. And today, we have synthesis. Wow. We're going through the S's? Yeah, apparently so. Okay. And, so uh, what Linda does gonna, that mean? Linda's Linda, gonna, gonna, no, that? Linda's going to read I guess I'm going to read it again. Okay, Benny's going to read it again. All right. Here we go. Act with... The win-win attitude. Mm-hmm. Use your creativity and sensitivity to blend all the diverse parts into a unified whole. Mm-hmm. 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 One more time. Mm-hmm. One more time. Act One more time. with the win-win attitude. Okay. Use your creativity and sensitivity to blend all the diverse parts into a unified whole. Mm-hmm. That's W-H-O-L-E. Read that again. Huh? Can I relate to that? Can I relate to that? You got to speak up. She's yeah. got to speak up in the I mic know. here. Pick up in the mic. Go ahead. 
I I really didn't hear you. Yes, you did. Oh, darn. Well, I got you to say something. Um, I can actually. Um, I think I'm a very sensitive person, and I'm creative in what I do. Um, and I'm always in a win-win situation as far as at work. You really can't let the bad affiliate with what we're doing here because mm-hmm. you can sense it. Yeah, you can sense it. So for me, in in broadcasting as far as an ear point of view, it, it, you can tell very much so. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. We don't want any crust I, in here. No, not at all. No. Mm-mm. No. How about you? Well, you know, for me, I, that's a very interesting word for me right now in my life. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, what does it all mean to look at the whole? And, you know, how does that all fit into my life? And, you know, yesterday I told you at 3 o'clock I had, you know, we scheduled the meeting with our angels. Now, for those of you that uh, were, were not able to tune in yesterday, we had Sue Storm on, the angel lady, and we talked Fabulous. about, right, we talked about connecting with our angels. And the way that you do that is by having a conversation with mm-hmm. them, whatever that looks like. Um, and what I found worked really well for me is because I have a number of very specific angels that I want to talk with, I had to call a meeting. Mm-hmm. And I had to say, look, we're a team here. So, you know, I wanted this, you know, one angel to work with the other angel and, you know, I, and actually not leave, leave anyone out. And so that was a very interesting conversation. And you know what happened in that conversation? You know, we were, t- I was talking about, you know, wow, you know, how do you, how do you, you know, sort of build the guest list for crust busting? <laughs> and, you know, I was asking the angels, you know, how am I doing with that? And then, you know, they said, you're lis- listen to your listeners. And so two of my listeners uh, sent me an email yesterday and, and, and let me know that Byron Katie was in this area. And we'll be in this area, actually, this weekend. And so what did I do? Um, I picked up the phone and started to make calls to see if we could make that happen, if not this week, next week, because Byron Katie is doing amazing work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, big, serious mm-hmm. time crust buster from way back. And so... I got a couple of very specific things. Now, what I'd like to do is there were several people that listened yesterday, and, um, and and maybe you didn't listen yesterday, but you have had conversations with your angels, you know, since we, we've been talking about that. And if you have had those conversations, or if any of you tuned in at the 3 o'clock time, you know, to do this, this big angel meeting yesterday. The group angel calling. We would love to hear uh, what you heard. What's, you know, what has come up for you? Uh, and, you know, and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to be about around careers. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, have, did you have that meeting and what did you hear? And how can we support you in that journey? Because that's what this is about. You know, sometimes, Benny, I don't know about you, but there have been times in my life where I have been down what they say down a court, mm-hmm. you know, like a car down a quart of oil like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, so for me, you know, I've had people that I could say, you know, I'm just not holding the vision for myself right now. Would you be able to hold faith for me in a place that I'm not really able to do it for myself? And that's what we want to do today. And we're going to talk about a number of things uh, related to that. So uh, if you're listening and you have had a conversation with your angels or sometimes we hear them right here. In the, the uh, You know, Sue has been great coaching me because, you know, I'm hearing voices all over the place. You know, um, I'm having to watch that a little bit, you know, on I-90. But um, oh, yeah. Uh, and and so uh, if you're hearing that, let us give you the number, because this is this is one of these days that we call listener days. And we're here to hear what you have to say and also to help if you are stuck in some place. And we're going to talk about purpose today, and we're going to continue that discussion of goals. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that, uh, you know, is up for me is what is what is my soul's goal in this life? And I'll share with uh, someone. I asked that of a uh, question this morning to someone here at the studio, and I'll share what that is when we come back from break. Cool. But let me give out the number. Seattle, uh, if you're in the Seattle area, it's 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527. Or the toll-free number, 1-888-298-5569. 1-888-298-5569. We'd love to hear from you. I, and I want to thank you all so much for the supportive emails and for your questions and for your phone calls because you are 
an awesome listener group. We'll be right back. Cross-busting your way to an awesome life with me, Dr. Pat. And producer Benny Mathers. All right. And? Linda. She's over there. Linda over there. Linda over there. Say hi. Hi. All right. There we go. (laughs) We'll be right back. Ready, B? Let's go get him. Beyonce in the background. There. No, B for Basili. It's P for Basili. P for Pat. <laughs> Pat. B Basili. B but, Basili. You know. Beyonce Knowles. That right. was. Mm-hmm. That was now known as the Big B. That's right. She did a great job at the Super Bowl singing the national anthem. Oh. Yes. And I just would like to say it's hard to back up Whitney Houston's rendition from the early 90s. I believe it was 92 or 91 Super Bowl Ooh. during the whole Desert Storm mm-hmm. uh, thing over there. And mm-hmm. by I, th- I honestly, I don't think anyone's has been even come close to that. Wow. Until this last Sunday, and that was Beyonce, and I give her kudos. Mm. Absolutely. There we go with that. You know, I, you know, the Super Bowl, that's a whole other topic, isn't it? Especially for today, but we're not going to get into that. Well, we were just talking about it during the I know, the break. and I'm sorry. I didn't want to go there, but I was trying to kind of steer around of the other topic that's been in the news in the last day and a half. I actually got an email uh, asked <clears throat> from uh, someone that I know asking if I was going to talk about that. And I really, I said, you know, I'm not sure what I would say about that halftime performance. Yeah. But I do want to say, uh, uh, you know, that uh, there were a lot of talented people. Absolutely. Uh, working over there. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, this is what I have to say about this. Look I at knew now, I was going to get her to say it. Okay, I can't help myself. You had it in there, and I was trying you to get You know, I don't know if our listeners understand what I'm talking about, but there was a point in the Super Bowl, if anybody watched that. You know, of course, Mom back in New Jersey was watching it. So, you know, there we have it. Many, many people many, tuned many people into people this Many, many people tuned one. into it. And there yep. was a scene at the end after Janet Jackson performed where there was a, a, a little nudity uh, uh, on the TV set. And, you know, I was talking to someone today and uh, we were talking about, you know, do you know your calling Mm -hmm. in life? Do you know your calling? And what does it mean to know your calling? And, you know, someone just said to me (laughs) in 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 an email, well, that must have been her calling. And, you know, how do you do how do you have an argument, you know, with someone about that? You know, I, this is must be my calling, uh, you know, and um, boy, that is just one of those things that happened, uh, you know, spontaneously. Yeah. And look at all the discussion and the attention we're putting on it. It's huge. And uh, I'm not going to put any more attention on it because nah. we're each of us are on our own path. You understand Absolutely. what I'm saying? We're on our own path. And we had Gary Zukov on here last week, and we have many people that are that are coming on. Tomorrow we have Mary Foley on here talking about bodacious careers. And the bottom line is we are at choice. Mm-hmm. Each and every moment of each and every day, we are making decisions that will shape our experience of life. And whether you're performing at a Super Bowl or singing the national anthem or, as I used to do, sell hot dogs, you are at choice. In each and every moment and how we experience each other in that moment, really, as you know, as we talked about, it opens a door and then there are other doors. And so then you have an array of decisions that are in front of you. And um, I was talking with someone uh, this week and 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 thank you so much to our listeners for sending me emails there. You know, there's a topic that is really appears to be on uh, a, a lot of folks on their minds and it has to do with job career and calling and you know you know being sort of at this place where they're be- they're between they're between uh, careers mm-hmm. uh as we would call it a career transition you know we used to call it being unemployed but you know we don't use that word much anymore but whatever you call it you know there's a place that uh that that some people are right now mm-hmm. where i've been and the question is, how can we help our listeners that are there or that know other people that are there, you know, know that they are divinely aligned with spirit for their greater good, even in times when it may seem a little dark. 
and when you think, oh, my gosh, I have missed my calling. And so today uh, I want to invite our listeners, uh, telephone or email me at live at crustbusting.com. If you want some support in an area that you are in your life regarding your career or your career transition, um, and and we can talk about what that looks like in the moment, and I will support you to let you know that whatever that situation is, it is temporary. And if there's something that we can do to move, uh, help you move forward around what the life question is for you or what the tools are you, you may need, we're here to do that. And we're going to continue this discussion with Mary Foley today about Go Bodacious. And that's around careers. Our number here is 425-373-5527. Uh, that's the Seattle number, 1-888-298-5569. That's the toll-free number. And, you know, I don't know, Benny, have you ever felt stuck? A little bit. And I know that with our choice of words today, by kind of taking out the unemployment word mm-hmm. and using transition, mm-hmm. that still has a glimmer of hope yes, for many. Yes, it does. Yeah. And I think... I would use it more often than unemployment. I mean, it's such a, honestly, I think it's kind of a depressing word. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to say, yeah, I'm unemployed. Mm-hmm. Well, immediately when you start saying it, you know, employment, unemployed. Mm-hmm. You know, you obviously, your body language changes, how you react with other people changes. But if you say I'm in transition, which still is like, it's an, it's an, it's a positive word. It's more of a positive word. I mean, you're in between jobs, you know, you're still looking, but your hope has, has not been dashed completely. That's right. And one of the things that, you know, that reminds me of is to really recognize right now, right here, that each and every person on this planet has a gift to give. But so often, you know, it becomes difficult for us to look at those gifts. Now, you know, what I wanted to do today on this show is to invite people to let us know what those gifts are. And if you're if you're if you don't have a sense of what the gift is that you have to offer, you know, let's have a discussion about that so that we can hold and show uh, demonstrate to you that you absolutely have a gift. That's what we're here for. We're here to provide, you know, our gifts to the world. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not what we think. I mean, look at moi. Right. Right. Uh, You know, sitting in a corporate, you know, human resource director, you know, like, you know, pushing around a bunch of people saying, go do this and go do that and write these policies and, you know, like all of that. Uh, Playing the big man on campus. You know, the the folks back in New Jersey still scratching their head. (laughs) You know, she's doing what? Mm -hmm. You know, on the radio? How'd that happen? <laughs> well, that's that's what took me a long time as well. I mean, I went to school. I was trying the whole like four, you know, four years in and out with, you know, when I went to Western was trying to get a biology degree. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go into the sciences. It sounds cool. And two years into it, I'm just like, what am I doing here? I really had that. And I know a lot of college kids have the same ideas and thoughts going through their minds very at this very moment, this very moment. I've what got it, tons of friends right now, you know, thinking the same thing. And what are, where are they going with that? Because, you know, if you're stuck in what are you doing there, what do you, what, where do they go with that? Right. And they're just hustling, bustling, doing their classes and not making any other choices. Mm-hmm. They're just thinking about it and they're not doing anything about it. Right. Mm-hmm. So then with me, I just said, you know, I honestly said, forget school at this point in time and took a break. I mm-hmm. really did. I took some time off for myself a year, went back to work, you know, an old job that I, you know, rekindled, became this big, huge head honcho at, you know, Blockbuster Video actually. And. Oh, no kidding, Ben. Yeah, I was a store manager. I was like the youngest in the district, and I set all these records and did all this stuff. But I'm like, wait, what am I doing here, too? Mm. You know, and then finally, on the side, I did, you know, DJing for house parties and, you know, little gigs and stuff like around, around you know, the east side here and down in Seattle with friends' parties. And it was something I really enjoyed, and that was playing music and watching people have a good time and enjoying themselves and having a smile through the whole entire night on themselves. And I really didn't notice that a lot when I was at the corporation of... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm not slamming Blockbuster, but you know, there's sometimes where I've I've making I've making obviously choices for myself. Well, you weren't aligned with it, exactly. Right. And you yeah. know, and that's what I'm saying. Right. Well, I would love to know what people love to do, mm-hmm. and I would invite you to call and let us know what you love to do. Now, here's what I want to say about that. This is not about saying, like with you, Benny, this is not about, you know, getting that judge to creep up saying, well, you love to do it, but you don't have the skills to do it. Let's get rid of that crust ball right right now. That is absolutely erroneous, blocking you from actually doing what it is you love in this Mm -hmm. life. Because when you love to do something 
And when you have a passion, you just step up to the plate and commit to it, and spirit will un- unlock mm-hmm. all the doors. They're already there for you. And so um, what do you all love to do? What do you love to do? What really gets you jazzed so that you're so in the moment you don't really think about anything else? And even if you don't think about that as a career, what do you love to do? I know we've had several conversations with uh, with our listeners, one of them in particular, who loves to do gardening mm-hmm. and, in fact, is doing that now in a big, big way. You know, uh, we will be led to to get whatever it is we need to, to, to get if we believe we don't have it. The universe will have it show up and there it will be. But first, we have to declare that which it is we, that we want. Mm-hmm. And we do that by really saying, what do we love? What do you like to do? Do you like to listen to music? Do you like to travel? Do you like to help other people? Do you like to do human resources? Because I have to tell you, when I was doing it, I loved it. You know, I loved creating corporate suggestion programs, uh, you know, and and doing that work and, and helping, you know, the, the infrastructure of the organization so that it knew to provide policies that really meant we put our people first. Uh, and, and so I loved it at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, for whatever reason, I just got a message that said, okay, time to change. You have to go right. now. And people go through that. It's, 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 I think it's part of, you know, an everyday life. I, I mean, didn't go over easily. Oh, you know, really? Yeah, I didn't oh. go easily. Linda's nodding over here. <laughs> you know what? I got the message way in advance and I didn't have the courage to leave. And that's where a lot of people have the same oh, issues. Oh, boy. Did I get a lesson in that? It was more like I, I dug in, scared to death to really leave, to go back to school. You know, after 25 years with a company, it's kind of – you're five years away from retirement. It's like, oh, no, what? Yeah. What is that angel saying to me? It must be – you must not be an angel. <laughs> and then eventually something happens where you absolutely have to go. It gets way too hot to stay. And then if you still don't go, in my case, you get help. They help you leave. (laughs) Absolutely. They do help you leave. And actually, the story for me goes like this. I was director of human resources, and we were downsizing. And this is like a Fortune 100 company. And, and, you know, as the director of of programs, uh, I was asked to let people go. And and this particular program really didn't honor seniority. Mm -hmm. It was you have to let three people go and that's the end of it and Ooh. these are the folks and i remember having to talk to a woman who had 29 years service 11 months okay do you understand 29 and 11 means one more month and guess what happens it's a pension mm-hmm. and i felt such an inner conflict around that that i just couldn't do it uh, and i basically went to my boss and said you know what if you really need this headcount, you're going to have to take mine because I just, I am not, that is not something I can do. That's just, just doesn't work for me. Right. And she said, fine, no problem. I'll take your headcount. Oh. <laughs> well, actually, she kind of tricked me because she took my headcount and still took the other headcount. But what oh. we were able to do was transfer. We were able to get a transfer for this employee. We kind of did it through the back door so that her service could be bridged. And That's she good. went on to an affiliate comp- company and was able to – actually, she, she got her one month, right, Linda? She got her one month and, you know, went on from there. But, you know, when you're, you're, in, when you're in those places – that's not a place that you, you that we have to stay. That's not our experience. And I look back at that now, and I know that that experience for me was about going back to school. Mm-hmm. And going back to school after taking 13 years to get an undergraduate degree was definitely something that I had a lot of angel conversations Absolutely. About. And, you know, and then all of a sudden here you are. Mm-hmm. And you, you keep going. And each and every person out there can do this. Uh, but I had a lot of help. And I had a lot of support. And that's what I would like to offer to the folks out there right now. Are you in a situation where uh, you're just feeling like it's kind of dark out there around your career or that you want to make a transition and you just don't know how to go about it uh, and you want a little support in that? Um, if a you, little? We'll give them more than that. Oh, yeah, we will give them a little more than that, for. wouldn't we? Uh, if you're, if you're, if you're tuning in and you'd want to chat with us, 425-373-5527, 425-373-5527, 425-373-5527, 425-373-5527, 425-373-5527, 425-373-5527, 425-373-5527, 425-373-5527, 425-373-5527, 425-373-5527, 425-373-5527, 
Have you have you ever had an experience like that? Come on, um, Linda. You know what, Linda? I, we were told yesterday that Linda means lovely. And, uh, you know, what's, you, you know, you, your experience, you've uh, been in corporate America and, you know, you've had some very interesting jobs and and now here you are. What do you make of the whole thing? You're putting me on the spot. Absolutely. Oh, okay. This is not a good thing. No, it's not. It's all good, <laughs> Linda. Um, I went through a few downsizings with the company that I worked for. It was a very difficult time. Um, it's a difficult time for the people that are being downsized, but it's also very difficult for the people left behind who have jobs. And I was on both sides of that. But when I was downsized from my company, I sort of helped them in the same thing you did. <laughs> I, <laughs> I sort of knew that it was time for me to go, mm-hmm. but I, didn't, I was scared to death. Because I don't have a degree, and um, what am I going to do with myself? Where am I going to go? How am I going to get a job? Nobody's going to want me. I'm too old, blah, 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 blah. All those things, the big crust balls were bigger than you could even imagine. <laughs> they were crust boulders. They were big boulders. And for a year, I planned on what I was going to do and how I was going to do this. And I separated myself from, from the job. And slowly worked my way into the the downsizing. And I was downsized. And the first month I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to clean my house. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Then the next thing that happened was I got a call from someone I worked with who had been downsized earlier. And he said to me, I have a job for you for uh, four days. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't decide whether I should do that for four days or not do that for four days because that didn't make sense. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was sort of enjoying not working. And then I went to work for him for four days, and I ended up staying there for five years, making more money than I was making at my prior job. Wow. And I was much happier because the people I was work- was working with at the time were absolutely wonderful people. Wow. And wonderful that's all, people. That's, that's a major contributor Yes. In, in a job is who you work with. Mm-hmm. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. And how did that story end up for you? It ended up that I got my service bridged from the company that I had worked for, and I worked for them for five years and was able to leave there with a pension. And now I'm retired. All righty then, Linda. That's what happens <laughs> when you step out. Well, we have a, we have a few callers, and uh, we'd love to, to speak with them. Uh, our first caller is... Yeah, we is, got Paul. Oh, Paul. Hi, Paul. Oh, hello. Well, good morning to you. Hi. How are you doing today? Okay. Now, what's, what's going on uh, with you? Well, I'm I'm trying to figure out a, a simple way to um, put this because we've got a, a like a 20 year kind of lead up. Um, basically, I'm stuck where I don't want to be. I'm trying to figure out: is it time to get out, or is it time to change uh, my role where I am working? Mm-hmm. Um, should I get another part time job? Um, or leave this one, or um, should I transition to self-employment, or should I just plunge in, or mm. all these kind of issues? Wow. You know, here's what I hear you say. You're at a point where you're ready to make a decision to uh, for your greater good. And what I hear that you've done is you've even gone so far as to look at the options you have. Mm-hmm. And have you put these down on paper in some way? Exactly. Well, maybe not all in one place. Well, here's an idea. Now, you are at a place where you're saying, I think I want to do something a little little differently in my life. This is what I'm hearing. Am I right? Yeah. All right. That's a great place to be. Uh, because, you know, it sounds like you've, got the, you've gotten to that point all by yourself, which is really good. Uh, and then what I hear is that you have about five or six things that you've been thinking about. And so I learned a long time ago from a, a, an amazing man that when I'm in this particular place, actually it was Linda's dad, uh, that y- you sit down and you take a pad, a piece of paper and a pad, and you say, I want to change in my life regarding my career. That's the first thing. And I want to have that change put me down at a place that is, you know, better shows my greater good 
more than more than the place that I'm at right now. And so then you put down on that same pad, you list the options that you have. And you did have about five or six. And one was, you know, do I stay here and really change my role? And I don't know if that means do a, take a lateral within the company or uh, change the role in your current job. Which which did you mean there, Paul? Um, I guess change the role in, in the current job. Okay. And then there were a number of others. Um, when you write these down... I would like you to really focus on how you feel about them. When you were just telling me about them, did you have any feelings at all when you were listing them to me? Did you feel scared? Did you feel sad? Any one of those seem, you know, like it would give you more hope than the others? Well, um... That's a hard question. Uh, <laughs> it is, isn't it? And if you, and if you and you, if you if you'd like, um, when you do this exercise, think about that. See what you know, and actually don't think about that, but be you know, be open to the way you feel about it. Well, see, I have. Uh, like, even if I stay in my current job, I can see how I could do some real good there. Wow. And basically, I'm a broom pusher. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a janitor. Mm-hmm. What I like to say is I, I meet the meet the needs for cleanliness in the work environment. You absolutely people. do. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you like to work in a clean place? Yes. I'm one of the people who make that happen. So, that's my positive spin on that. But the thing is, really what I actually do is is clean. And I clean for a a place that hires um, people with labels like retarded, brain mm-hmm. injured, mm-hmm. etc. And I just work on the crew. I'm not actually the supervisor or anything. I just work with them on the crew. Mm-hmm. Our supervisor is, and here's where I have negative feelings. I just, I think the guy's clueless. Mm-hmm. I think some of the supposedly um, mentally handicapped people in the crew at times, mm-hmm. know what's going on better than he does. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, his gift is the logistics. Okay, he gets gets us in there, gets the job done. You know, and the, I don't have that gift. It's very black and white, mm-hmm. right? What I have is, I think I could um, communicate better with the crew, mm-hmm. especially because he just barely speaks English. Wow, you know, and so you've got someone who barely speaks English and people with. Um, speech disorders, mm-hmm. and we're going to communicate. So there's a problem there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, the guy drives the van and he has no vehicular sense. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday we got a flat tire and he kept driving for like three miles and ruined the tire. And he still hasn't figured out that, that you know, he did something that maybe he should have pulled over. He, and because of the power kind of imbalance, mm-hmm. I felt intimidated to say anything like, why don't you pull over right now? Oh, okay. You know? Okay. Because uh-huh. he doesn't want to be challenged by by the people that, you know, he's supervising. Mm-hmm. He just wants obedience, basically. Mm-hmm. And he's used to getting that because he's used to people who are a lot more disabled mm-hmm. than I am. I have a, you know, technically have a disability, and that's how I got the job, but really... I'm kind of a challenge to him, and he doesn't want me to speak up, and mm-hmm. I've gotten in trouble for doing that. And mm-hmm. On the other hand, I feel like, wow, you know, I could have stepped in there and saved the company a hundred bucks, you mm-hmm. know, for the tire. I just needed a patch, you know. You know, let me say this uh, in listening to you, and here's what you know. Here's the the message that I'm getting. You are such a gift and inspiration to the people that you work with the differently abled people that you work with and your compassion for your coworkers uh, is so moving, Paul. It is, it is so touching and so moving um, to be able to be in the workplace such as you are and to really open your heart and offer a connection to your fellow coworkers. 
in a situation that's fairly tough. You know, in that you have perhaps a, a boss, a supervisor that's not necessarily open in the way you are. And so the gift to the people that you work with is your openness and compassion. And w- what we call that in the organizational behavior field is an advocacy. You know, you are the warrior. You are the one that has been put there to really hold that level of consciousness and see, that's what I hear that you hold. So I guess when you say, should I change my role in what I do? Um, I think the question and what I would say to you, and I would say this to anyone that's out there, when we're in jobs, you know, the, the, the issue is this. Are we running from something or are we moving towards something? And ideally, we want to be moving towards something because that which we run from, has a tendency to catch up with us down the road. And so, you know, in looking at your situation and what you're doing, um, uh, I, I think there are a lot of options that you have. The thing that you may be being called to, and I think you and I should talk offline, so I'd like to, I'd like to give you a half-hour uh, uh, session with me. But the thing that uh, you're talking about is how do I find my voice? Because when we don't have our voices at work, it has a different effect on us. You know, it has the effect of, you know, I don't really, I don't really, I feel powerless. And, you know, that really could raise a number of issues. And you really, it sounds to me like you have been called to have a voice. And that, that may be something that you're being called to do. Now, what I work with people on is how do we use that voice? Because I can tell you from my experience that, you know, I haven't always had the voice that I have today. Sometimes I've been called pretty <clears throat> direct, <laughs> and that's not always been the best way to operate. In each and everything that we do, we want to make sure that we step forward in integrity. So, how do, you know, do you like what you do, Paul? You know what? Surprisingly... Um, it's not bad. There you go. You know, there mean, you go. Yeah. It's not surprising to me. It's not. I don't know if you've heard my stories, but one of the best jobs I've ever had was selling hot dogs from a hot dog wagon. I loved it. And it's not surprising because, you know, there is no judgment on this show about what we do. You have a gift. And I have to tell you that, you know, I've been in many offices and places where I have so appreciated the role that people play in making the workplace, as you said, you know, just clean. Not everyone has that. And uh, and that's what you do. And the fact that you like what you're doing, it may be that what we need to to really look at, what would be really helpful in looking at, is how we can work around finding your voice at work. Would that be helpful to you? You know, I'm thinking, yeah. Good. I love doing that. So if you, Paul, if you stay on the line right now, uh, Linda will get, get the information from you. And do you have a pen in your hand? Yeah. Okay. Why don't you take down, you know, my office number so you can give me a call. 206-525-9599. And Linda will uh, get the information from you, so I make sure that you get a certificate um, to be able to talk with me anytime you want. I mean, if you want to talk to me now, that would be fine. But if you don't really want to do it until down the road, we can do that too. How does that sound? That sounds great. Oh, you're awesome. You're really awesome, Paul. This is, I, I, I don't know, I'm very touched. You know, I feel your openness, and, I, and you certainly have many gifts to offer. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for your openness. Thank you for sharing, and thank you for your courage. And actually, inspiration, because you certainly have inspired me. So stay on the line, okay, Paul? Okay, thank Have a you. great day. Thanks, Paul. Thanks. Well, <sighs> wow. That's an awesome story. It is. Great. It's going to keep going. It's, he's very. He's got a lot of strength. Totally. A lot Can, of strength. Can't you feel it? Mm-hmm. Now, he serves as a bridge for many. We have another caller. What do you want to do, Benny? Uh, let's run to a quick break real let's fast because we need break. to take one. We sure. have Mildred on the line. Mm-hmm. And Mildred, stay with us because uh, we'll take a short break and love to hear from you. We'll be right back. You know, you're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat, and... Producer Benny Mathers. And Linda, who is now on the phone. That's right. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Love to hear from you. Just breathe. 
Remember that, Paul. Another day, just believe. Another day, just breathe. And we are breathing each breath with you. You are absolutely awesome. Thank you, Paul, for calling in. And we have with us uh, Mildred. Yes. She is. Mildred, are you there? Yes, I'm breathing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging in there with us. Yes. You know, Sorry we dropped that call. Uh, and thank you for calling back. You know, are you hearing something that, uh, you know, kind of rings true for you here? Do you yeah, want to talk about something? A lot of the things that you were talking about, like, well, I am in transition. That's a good word. Okay. And uh, I I got, I was, la- well, I was going to get laid off, so I did an early retirement. But mm. And I had planned to, you know, work at home and all this, but all of those, those plans fell through also. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm just... Really don't know what I'm gonna do. Let Actually, me, Linda is money is running out, and oh yeah, I, yeah, oh well, yeah. It's sort of I don't want to say scary feeling because I keep uh, meditating and uh, praying about all this stuff, uh, not to have any negative feelings and stuff like that. Well, it can be. Mm-hmm. It can be. What are you? What are you? Um, you know, let me ask you this. When you had that plan in place, when you said I'm going to retire, I'm going to work at well, home. you know what. I felt in my gut that I was doing the right thing at that time. Uh, I prayed about it, and I just felt that that was the right thing to do, mm-hmm. you know. And eventually, I was going to be gone anyways. I yes. just did it sooner. Right. You know. Linda's nodding with you. That's exactly her situation. She's nodding with you. Right now, she's sitting here. Now, when you talked about working at home, what were you kind of inspired to do? Well, you know, you see all those advertisements that you can do jobs working at home and stuff like this. But because I I worked on a computer at work, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe I can do something like that. Uh But there aren't any. It seems like all of those types of jobs were like hoaxes and to get you to send the money and uh, and you know, stuffing envelopes and all that kind of stuff. So I, I apparently I didn't do enough research on that stuff before I left, too. I did the same thing. Linda's pointing at me. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I did the same thing. So I know what you're talking about. It's like you get the email and it says, work at home. Yeah. Make $5,000 a month. Yeah. Don't do anything. But yeah. make this money and there yeah. you go. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I was expecting to work or do something like I did at work, but yeah. do it at home. Well, me too. What happened to that? It, there's nothing out there like I, that. I, I've never been able to figure that out. Yeah. I still, to this day, I haven't been able to figure that out. Um, you know, and you know what? I think it's a blessing in disguise because, and I want to ask you about that mm-hmm. because for me, I'm, I'm grateful that I didn't do that because I would have never went back to school. Right. I really, you know, I mean, I, the question is, what do you love to do, Mildred? Well, what do you, you know, love you, to when do? When you ask that question, it's like, I like to do a lot of things. All right, what are they? I mean, I don't like to do just, okay, some people say, well, I like to work with people. Okay. Well, yeah, okay, I like to work with people, too. But then I also like rock climbing and hunting <gasps> for stuff and, you know, wow. I, I like to work in my yard. I like to read. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that I like to do. I, I took, I went to massage school and went into that, and I like to help people as far as uh, their health is concerned. Mm-hmm. You know? um, I don't know. There's just a lot of things I like to do. I like to travel. I said, wow, that will be a good thing to do is travel and uh, help people that way, you know. Yeah. But What's the but? I'll probably have to go back to school or something, and I'm not sure if I have time to do that. But then I'm going to have to make time to do something. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what's the but about the travel thing? You you like to travel, so the question is, and 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 so there's a question I think in your mind that you don't have credentials to do X, whatever that is. Yeah. What is the X? Well, to go in that type of travel, as far as. Um, being a guide or helping people, I don't have that type of ability. I have a couple of friends that take people whitewater rafting. Really? Yeah, they do that. Yep. Uh, my friend Betsy, she takes people whitewater rafting. 
did she just do it and she didn't have any training or anything? Or? Well, you know, she operates a big crane, you know, uh, you know, she just, she's, she loves it. And what I'm hearing you say is you do mountain climbing. I don't do mountain climbing. <laughs> I, I just like to hike and walk. There you go. <laughs> Well, you know, where did no the mountain, mountain climbing? I don't know. Maybe that's something. I don't. Where did I hear that from? <laughs> Holy cow! Wow. Well, you know, here's what I'm trying to say. Okay. What I'm trying to say is, uh, maybe I, may I, maybe I like to mountain climb, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> here's what I'm trying to say. You, you have got a wonderful opportunity. This whole early retirement thing. And Linda and I talk about this because the same deal happened to her. If she didn't retire, she's going to be like, you know, next on the list to go. Exactly. And fortunately, the universe said, Linda, you know what? You're really not ready for retirement. We're going to do the five and five thing. Here are five years service. Here's five. What was it, Linda? Five and what? What was the other five? Five Five to your age, five to service. Five to your age, five to service. Okay, you're good to go. And so here you are. You had a full pension there, Mildred? Uh, Yeah. Cool. I have a pension, but it's still uh, it's not a big income, really. No. No, but it's wow. Because I wasn't there as as long as some other people were. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There is so much. I, you know what the message I'm getting is? There is so probably this is probably the problem. There is so much looking at you right now for you to pick and choose from around what it is you want to do. Yeah. There's there's like here is this tree it's like an apple tree and there are so many apples on it it is so abundant imagine this tree just full of apples they're organic of course but here is the tree full of apples and it's kind of like which one do i want do i want this maybe i want two or three apples and what will i do will i be successful in whatever i choose well we're all nodding yes because what it is what you what the the (laughs) Let me rephrase this. I'm very excited about this for you, Mildred. Where you are right now is you are at the freedom of choice, and the choice is around doing something that you want to do, even if it says go back to school. But you right now can craft a life for yourself around anything that you'd like to do. I know for me the hardest part was to get in touch with exactly what I wanted to do. And I actually went back to school on faith in 1992, then went back to a doctoral program, still not clear what I wanted to do. And, you know, so here you are. You get to pick as many apples off of this tree as you want. Hmm. So the work that I would do with you is helping you create a vision for yourself of that which you want. Now, sometimes, I don't know about you, but this has come up for me. I said the thing that I wanted to do, and I'll talk about crust busting, seven years ago and was too afraid to actually do it. Really? Yeah, I was. I don't know what was up with that. But this is what I'd like to invite you to do. I'd like to invite you to begin a list of every, and and I'd like you to do it for a week, daily. This is each day. And, and what I would like you to do is to really identify throughout the day the things that really kind of, you know, you feel, wow, I really like, wow, I like that. I think I'd like to do that. Or I just did something and I really like to do that. And I'd like you to begin that list. Okay. Without judgment, don't try to categorize them. I, I gave this assignment once before, and, and, and what happened was, you know, it came back all categorized and prioritized, and I'm not asking <laughs> you to do that. But really be open to what happens to you throughout the day where you're jazzed about, wow, I saw this thing on TV or I saw this person doing this, and I would love to do that. Oh, that'll be easy. Okay. Because I, I know things that I don't like to do, That's I wouldn't good. like to do. Okay. Yeah. That, put Make that list, too. Okay. Because we don't want to confuse these. Okay. And then, you know, if you would do that for us for a week, I'd like to invite you back to share that. Okay. All right. Not judgment, but each day, and sometimes, you know, some people like to do it in the morning. Some people like to do it twice a day. So whatever whatever method works for you, Mildred. All right. Let's start there. Okay. Because you have got this abundantly 
Oh, this apple, I could see the, I don't know about you, Benny, but this is like an apple tree. There are so many apples on the tree. Sometimes when there are this, when there are, you know, when there are, are, are the, that many apples on a tree, it gets hard to decide. Mm-hmm. So let's see what really comes up to the surface for you. Okay. Okay? And really think about this all day. And, and again, we do the Post-it thing. If you're thinking about it and you don't have your pad, carry a Post-it pad around. And, you know, we use I the Post-it. I have pads all over the house. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. All right. So let's try to do that then, Mildred. Okay? okay. All right. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. You right. are awesome. Okay. Have a great day. I can't oh. wait for next week already. Okay. Hey, what yeah. was that second word for the angel? What was the angel word to say? Synthesis. Synthesis. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Got it. Did you get yesterday's word, everyone? Simplicity. Very good. Very good. She's on the ball. I know she is. Well, you know, I called in and won last time. Well, we well yeah, you should be getting them. We mailed those cards, so you should be getting them, well, hopefully a Soon. day or so. Yeah. Okay. You should, if not today. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mildred. All right. All right. Take Thank care. You. Have a great day. Oh, you too. Okay. Thanks, Mildred. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow, great. Awesome. Okay, Benny, are you clear about what you like to do? Absolutely. How about you, Linda? Because I think we need a list over here. We're going to, why don't the three of us start that list? Go ahead. What we like to do. And get really clear. Mildred's clear what we don't like to do. Mm -hmm. What we don't like to do. Mildred's clearer than I am. Well, that's okay. You know what? We'll borrow. We'll borrow on Mildred's energy. <laughs> That's right. Actually, this is wonderful. So, you know, I'd like to invite each and every one of you out there to start the same list. Whether you're in, you know, you're at a place that you, you know, you think you're okay with or not okay with, let's try this. Let's do this. And one week from today, I'll double check that. But let's take a look at writing down all the things that we love to do. Let's do it next Wednesday because Tuesday we have Sue Storm. That's right. So we don't want to plug up that day with it. Yeah. Well, that's but that, because right. that's going to be a busy day already. No, we'll I probably do it already. Wednesday. Let's talk. That sounds like a plan. You know, or what we can do is this. We have a, se- uh, a segment, or, you know, or in the morning. We have a segment in the morning that we do. And, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's talk about having folks call in and let us know. Or send me an email at live at crustbusting.com. What do you love to do? That's, That's Linda writing the question I know, down. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear the papers shuffling. The papers are shuffling. Wow. Well, thank you all for listening today and for your phone calls. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just love you, love you, love you. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow because we're going to continue this discussion. We have with us tomorrow Mary Foley. And her career story is amazing. You know, working for $8 an hour or something at AOL, left that multimillionaire right now, has a fabulous book, Bodacious Careers, Outrageous Success for Working Women. And there are a lot of tips in here for both men and women, but we're going to we're going to hear about how to be bodacious with our careers tomorrow. So stay tuned. You're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life. We're here Monday through Friday, 11 to noon. And every I'm Monday uh, every Friday. Monday through Friday. Thank you, Benny. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow at this time. So thank you again for calling. And remember, crust bust your way to an awesome life each day, every day, beginning this day. I'm Dr. Pat Basili, and I'm here with producer Benny Mathers. Until tomorrow, awesome, awesome, awesome. Views expressed on the preceding program were those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is your alternative talk station, 1150 KKNW Seattle.